0: Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Amy B and I am a compulsive overeater living very gratefully in a recovered state from the food today. Hi. thank you for the waves. Um, I wanna thank Don for asking me to speak. Uh, tonight, thank you so much um, for giving me an opportunity to carry the message and do service. And I want to thank everybody else who's doing service at the meeting tonight hosting, co hosting, timing, reading, and the service of being here tonight because um, we are a community and I cannot do this alone and I need you. And I'm so glad that you're all here. I want to welcome any newcomers, any returners. Um, any people coming tonight with an open-minded heart for a new experience. Um, And with that in mind, I want to start with a set-aside prayer. Help me to set aside everything that I think that I know about this program, about my higher power, about this spiritual solution, about this disease, about what I'm supposed to say here tonight. Give me an open-hearted, open-minded new experience with all of these things. I hope I can say something that is helpful for somebody tonight. Um, And the first thing I'm going to do is qualify just to let everybody know um, how I got here, that I've earned my seat, um, especially in a a century meeting, in a 100 Pounders meeting. Um, I'm going to share my screen <clears throat> quickly. Uh, photos really say, say things that um, cannot be said otherwise. So here are a bunch of photos from different periods in my life. I know a lot of them are out of focus, and that's because um, I avoided cameras, or I destroyed pictures, or I was the one taking the photo. Um, So I had a dig to sort of find these, and they're from different times in my life, and I'm probably over 300 pounds in most, if not all of them, and you can really see the um, just hallmark trademarks of morbid obesity, the roundness um, of my body, my face, just everywhere, all over. And this is one of the ways that my disease of compulsive disordered eating expressed itself with this binge eating. Um, And one of the things that I have said is that if there was an Olympic sport for most and fastest weight gain, I would have multiple gold medals. Um, But my disease expressed itself differently as well. And I have more pictures from this side of it. Um, When I would hurt myself in the other direction through the restriction and over exercising, um, when I did what I could to hate myself into change, and applied the power of my will, which, quite honestly, you know, I'm smart, I'm determined, I'm stubborn, and and I can follow a food plan and a and an exercise plan. Um, but without a higher power, it's just, it's just a redirection of the pain. Um, oh, I have this, this selfie, this, uh, this bathroom selfie. I had kept the weight off for a while at this point, And I really thought that I had it. I really, you know, lost half my body weight had, you know, kept it off for a number of years. And I, I really thought that I couldn't go back. I couldn't go back if I tried. But if you're familiar with the big book and some of the stories in it, like um, The Man of 30, I didn't need uh, decades, didn't matter how long. This disease is progressive and it's fatal. And so after this, doesn't matter how long, after this came this. And this is the first day of my current abstinence and my second day in the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. And that's, what is that? Four years, 10 months, five days ago. And I say that as um, testimony that this program can work over a continued period of time. But for me, I am always on day one because I could go back to this with one bite, just one. I can go back to this right away. So I say that number because I think it's important to talk about the fact that this program does work one day at a time over um, a period of time. This is another thing that I feel um, qualifies me. This is the 25. This is a graph that shows my weight for the 25 years of my life before I came into the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. Um, and if you're on the phone or you can't see, it's a red line and it goes pretty much straight up and straight down, sharply up, sharply down. And um, these are swings of a hundred pounds or more. Um, this is my entire adult life. I came into the rooms. I was in my mid forties. Um, so yeah, the ent- my entire adult life. And sometimes when I had lost all of the weight, there were a couple of times where, like, you know, legitimately bad things happened, um, and I felt like I had an excuse to go back to it. There's a story in the big book about that as well. And then there were times where everything was fine, maybe even better than fine. And I made no defense against the first fight. And there's a story in the big book about that, too. i am I am everyone in more about alcoholism, by the way. I am the man of 30, I am the jaywalker, I'm Jim, I'm Fred, I'm Bill, I'm, I'm all of you. Even if our stories don't look the same, even if our experiences don't reflect exactly the same way, we're here because we have a common problem and we're in search of a common solution. And this book, The Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous really does a great job of, um, clearly uh, laying out and presenting to me what are essentially a a set of personal questions to allow me to recognize myself. And the fact that I can recognize myself in a book that was written coming up on a hundred years, I mean, 90, almost 90 years ago by people who had a different lived experience than me, had an addiction to a different substance than I do, um, who had a different spirituality than I do, Um, I still see myself here because I see the desperation. I see can't stop once I've started and can't stay stopped, all of that. so I came into the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous um, not to learn how to lose weight because you know you saw the graph, I knew how to lose weight. That was not the problem for me. The problem was that um, I didn't know how to live in my head and my heart without a way to escape and soothe. And the food became that for me. Um, And after a while, uh, it stopped numbing. It stopped allowing me an escape. And it just gave me more pain. And every way that I tried to get out of the pain was more pain. And I ended up in these rooms, actually, because I had gone to see a therapist, not over anything having to do with my eating disorders, but over the fact that I just couldn't, I just couldn't handle life anymore. And I, and I, and it wouldn't end, you know, you know, like it wouldn't stop and I couldn't make it stop and I couldn't handle it. And I just, so I'm in this therapist's office just talking about how I don't even, and I don't even know how to how to talk, feel, exist, get through any days anymore. And it's the end of the session, like the very end of the session, I said to her, oh, I'm sitting on her couch over 300 pounds again. And I said to her, um, oh, by the way, I've gained and lost over 100 pounds multiple times in my life, and I can't believe I have to do it again. Now, I can't believe I have to do it again. And she looked at me without pause and went, oh, you need a way. Um, It's funny because I look back on it now and um, I'm sure that there must have been some kind of reaction, but I was so beaten down Um, That what I said to her, my exact words to her was, look, I will try anything, but I'll tell you right now, I'm going to have a problem with the God thing. I am pleased, delighted, and so relieved to report that I did not, in fact, end up having a problem with the God thing. And it happened really, really quickly. And it was one of those things where all I had to do was just for a moment, set aside my fixed idea just like for a second, just say, what if, just scooch over um, that fixed idea to allow for something different. And that was all that it took really. Um, It was wonderful to come into these rooms and be seen and be able to declare myself. It's March, which is the third month and Tradition Three is the only requirement for membership to OA is a desire to stop eating compulsively and to go in and say, I need to stop and I need help. And I was immediately a member and I had a home and a family. And if you're new, you have a home and a family. I cannot stress that enough. My chosen family that sees me like none other So the desire to stop eating compulsively gets me membership, but, not but, and also true, is that I have to be willing to work the steps in order to recover. Membership does not necessitate recovery. And I was a member for a while. Um, Before I worked the steps out of the big book, I worked the steps, And it's funny because looking back on it now, I don't really see it. I I don't see it as a similar, as a parallel experience. It was something different Um, because I didn't like the big book because I, I refused to set aside some fixed ideas about um, the fact that I wasn't an alcoholic, the fact that I wasn't a man, the fact that I didn't have the same God as the people in this book, all of those things. I, I, And, um, so I had membership and I had abstinence and I had group support, had weight loss, but I was still in turmoil. Um, those things in my head and my heart. And I think I knew that one day I would eat again. One day I, I would, I had always done so before. Um, and I went into a meeting, a new meeting, I had moved and I needed to find a new home meeting. Um, and this is before before the panty, before Zoom allowed us to find each other across time zones and geographies. And I was blessed enough to end up in a room with somebody who had big book recovery and also was a fellow 100 pounder. So she's Talking about coming from an experience like mine and and, and numbers like mine, um, while sitting there in a in a very healthy body, but she also had not but and 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 she also had this grounded, centered, peaceful glow about her. And I looked at her and I was like, you know, I have abstinence and I have weight loss and I have this wonderful family, but I don't have any of that. I don't have any of that. And those those are the promises that I was seeing in her. Um, And I've come to see it in a lot of people who give testimony about working the steps out of the big book and having an entire psychic change and experiencing entire abstinence. Um, so I want to talk about a few things. I'm um, looking at the time. I want to talk about a few things. And the first one is entire abstinence. I, You saw on my graph, I gained, I gained, I'd lost the weight a, a bunch of times. I knew how to lose weight. Um, and I had thought prior to coming into the rooms of OA and looking at entire abstinence and reading the doctor's opinion and that paragraph that goes from the bottom of page um, XXVII the i i i to xxix which is the um the cycle of addiction men and women drink essentially because they like the effect produced by alcohol the sensation is so elusive that okay i'm not going to read the whole paragraph right now um but that that i had thought that i was clean um that i wasn't eating substances um that triggered me but i really had just cut out the most obvious ones. And when I came into the rooms and I read the doctor's opinion and I saw all of that, um, I didn't know entire abstinence until I saw it, until I really recognized it. Um, And what I discovered, it says in in the big book, in the doctor's opinion, when it talks about that um, on the following page, Um, Bottom of XXX, the only relief we have to suggest is entire abstinence. And the word they use is relief. Relief is an end to pain is what that is. Entire abstinence is not a punishment and it's not a prison, it's relief. It has truly been relief for me. And I didn't know it until I saw it. So, if if you're struggling to feel that, or if you're afraid to um, give, you know, release a, a substance or a behavior, um, I can just let me let me please share with you that it was surprisingly and wonderfully a relief to find entire abstinence. And it was the first step to being able to um, seek a power greater than myself and and connect. So that's the first thing, entire abstinence. And then getting back to the God thing for a second, I, I, um, I still do not have what some would call a traditional spirituality, although it feels I don't know, it, it just feels really natural to me. And it's been developed slowly and it's changed over time. And I needed a soft entryway into a higher power. Um, and I started with divine ideals, um, G-O-D, guidance on direction. I need God, I need guidance on direction. And those divine ideals, the idea the idea of divine love, divine unselfishness, divine balance, divine acceptance, all of those things, being guiding principles that I could use, that was a softer entryway for me. Um, And my spirituality has grown and become so personal. And that's another thing. I started by saying that the Big Book asks us a series of personal questions to help us identify in, but it also tells us how to build a personal program, to have a personal conception of a higher power, just just for me and what I need and how I see it. And it can grow and change with me and I can borrow it from my fellows and I can share it divine ideals um, was something that started. And also, um, I believe in magic. And I think the 12 steps are a spell, I do. I think it's um, a group of people coming together with shared intention, saying the words to call upon a power greater than ourselves. And in that community, We create magic and that's become a higher power for me as well and and I have this morning practice that blends the big book and my own spirituality and um, that continues to grow and evolve. And I'm so grateful for that, um, for that experience. And also, um, my recovery has to grow and evolve because it's about way more than the food. Um, okay. I talked about um, entire abstinence and I talked about, uh, I guess, a personal concept of a higher power, but yes, also a thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, great. So let me uh, shift to talking about um, the inclusivity that is in this program. The If you, um, sometimes in the beginnings of meetings, we'll read the OA diversity policy, and sometimes we just read the first paragraph, but it's longer than that. And without reading all of it, um, I encourage you to go look it up and and read the other paragraphs, because what it says is that there are multiple ways to work the 12 steps. from our heart, there are multiple ways to have a higher power. There are different we 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 see different ways of practicing these programs in in the rooms. And we can respect each other. And if it's working for you and you're getting relief, then you're doing it right. Um, I love how the words in step ten referred to continue to take personal inventory because that too are my my the way that I recognize my defects and the way that I um take inventory on them based on what they are or the time of day or where I am in my recovery. And this grows with me. And we share that together. I'm led to a higher power from the entire psychic change that is brought about by working the steps, which I can only, well, from my experience, I was only able to do an entire abstinence. And I have my fellows. Step five, I know I'm jumping around. Step five says admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. And admitted means to tell the truth often reluctantly, but it also means to allow in. Allowing in God, allowing in our fellows and and allowing myself to, without morbid reflection, as it says in step 11, lovingly with humility, examine how I practice these principles, how I seek to grow, how I seek to reflect um, my higher power. Um, I'll wrap up with something that I heard recently that I've been um, reflecting on in meditation a lot. Because there's a lot in this program. I mean, I'm still an addict. I'm still an addict who's you know, waking up every morning with an untreated uh, disease that that needs a higher power and needs all of you to reflect it back to me. And sometimes I get confused and and this question is beautiful. I love it. I heard it recently. I can ask myself, am I seeking to do God's job, or am I seeking to do God's work? And um this program has taught me how to ask that question. And um, I'm sorry I haven't talked so much about food, but I will say that like, I am again, uh, I have lost over a hundred pounds. I'm at the smallest size I've been in my entire life. Um, and I don't, I, I, it's like, it's almost like a side effect. And I know that's, what so much of us came here for but I really feel like it's the least interesting thing the fact that I fit into that polka dot dress again is like I mean it's fun but it's not what's beautiful is that I can live in my head and my heart again and I get to be a part of something greater than myself and through that I got to find my chosen family So um, yeah, thank you so much for letting me do service tonight. I hope I said something that was helpful and I look forward to hearing from all of you. I pass.